0: This episode is brought to you by Under Armour. Under Armour makes every athlete better. What if I can't finish?
1: What if this person thinks of me like this? What if I tarnish my family name? What if I embarrass myself? But starting that year, I was more of, I'm not going to let my fear
0: stop me from doing what I want. You're listening to Go Hard Girls, the Philippines' first podcast dedicated to incredible Filipinas in sports. And I'm Siege Dantengko, sports reporter and advocate for women. Over the years, we've featured national athletes, UAAP champions, and Olympians talking about the moments they won their medals and what it took to succeed. But today, you'll be hearing something a little different. An intimate, deeply personal story about how one can struggle internally, despite appearing to win from the outside. Today, you'll hear a story about one athlete's journey, going from mere competition to finding her community, and how taking care of her mental health transformed her relationship with sports.
1: Hi everyone, I'm Lexi Naval. I'm the lead trainer and running coach for Under Armour Philippines. I'm a fitness enthusiast and I love fitness for its social aspect.
0: I first met Lexi in 2017 when we attended the same fitness program. I was never particularly strong. The joke I always make is, as a reporter, I am sports adjacent, not fully sporty. But Lexi... Lexi could do it all. She ran faster than almost everyone in the class. She jumped higher, lifted heavier, and she had rock-hard abs. You might have seen her videos on social media of her daily runs and the gritty obstacle courses she competes in. I was just trying to get in shape back then, but Lexi was an athlete.
1: I was born in Manila, raised in Iligan, so that's in Lanao del Norte. My whole family actually is very active. I started ballet when I was three years old, and I think that's where my love for movement started. My mom, we would dance together in the studio, talk to the little girls in my level, have fun, and like take photos, dance moves, and have like a little dance session together after class. My dad would take us to the mountains, and that's how my brother and I would look forward for the weekend after like a stressful day, a stressful week of school, tutor, and dance classes. I get to have time with my dad.
0: But despite her love for movement, there was also a dark side to her relationship with sports that began to bubble to the surface as a teenager.
1: In high school and in grade school, I had dance competitions. I didn't like losing, (laughs) so I was always the head for some reason. I felt very stuck. I felt alone. I also didn't enjoy it very much, mainly because I struggled with pressure. Because I was a perfectionist, I was the worst person to be around in competition. So I was so hard on myself, not just on myself, but if somebody in my team made a mistake, I'd, I'd lose it. I didn't think about focusing on what I could do to improve, but I was focusing on how bad I was. I would create the choreography and I would count the steps, and they're learning, they would really do their best to cope. And if they made a mistake and I started crying, they just want to do better for me. But people were understanding enough to know that I wanted to succeed. Because so I grew up in a small province, and they understand that all of the kids who are ambitious and who are working hard wanted
0: to be successful in their lives. Lexi didn't have the words for it yet. But she was going through a mental health crisis, something that isn't uncommon among high achievers. Because when you're in a small pond, right, it's easy for you to
1: be the high ace. But when I went to college in Manila for ballet to take up extra training, that's where I think things got really bad for me. Because there were a lot of people who were a lot better. And because I was a perfectionist, I was just like hard on myself. Why am I not as good as them? I think also maybe it was the way people were teaching at the time parang it's tough love.
0: If you made a mistake, they'd also make it known or they would embarrass you. Lexi moved to Manila for college, studying in the University of the Philippines and joining the competitive UP pep squad.
1: When you're in the competing team in cheerleading, there's only five spots and 60 plus members. So even though you we were friends, there was that internal pressure. Like, oh my God, I still have to be better than all of these people. And I think I was also very scared to make a mistake. I was scared to be coaches. So I was very compressed in my own world. I couldn't talk to people as much. I couldn't um, engage with people as much.
0: Yeah, what yeah. what I'm hearing, I, when I hear your story is you knew you wanted to excel And from a young age, you were carrying all of that. And it must have been really hard to come to Manila. And, you know, you want to make friends, but at the same time, you're competing. And it's that must have been really tough. Yeah, like I need this to work in my life to (laughs) be
1: better. I think it was also family pressure in a sense. Because growing up, there was like inside of me a phrase that kept on playing. Don't embarrass your family. Think about your family name every time you do something first
0: seen any role models more before?
1: In my team, I didn't admire anyone specifically. Uh, just having realizations talking to you. I didn't admire anyone, but I was jealous of a lot of people. So that was why I was not able to connect so much with the people surrounding me. And because I was jealous of them, I didn't bother talking to them. They were very good people, and I'm sure if I asked for help, they would have. But I was just in that bundle of negativity at the time. I have to be better than you. So it's only now that I'm like looking back and even noticing these things about myself because I was not aware about how I was feeling in the past. That's why it was such a struggle.
0: All this was happening in Lexi's head. But from the outside, you wouldn't have known because the UP pep squad was absolutely dominant. The UP pep squad won first place in the UAAP cheer dance competition five times in six years. 2007, 2008, 2010, 2011, and 2012. They became known for their out-of-the-box concepts, the complicated routines. That time, everyone on the team shaved their head for a performance. Everyone was celebrating them. But Lexi herself couldn't feel it.
1: This was also where I had a lot of my body issue
0: development. Body image issues in sports are common. There have actually been academic papers published specifically about cheerleading, and how the revealing outfits and high-pressure environment contribute towards body image dissatisfaction and even eating disorders. After
1: I finished my contract, I completely left.
0: After college, Lexi took a corporate job as a graphic designer and merchandiser. But it wasn't long before she missed her active lifestyle. And then I quit my job,
1: and at the time, one of my teammates from the pep squad was a choreographer for ABS-CBN. He invited me to start dancing with him. That's when I started going through commercials, variety shows. So I performed in a lot of concerts. And simultaneously, I started missing the mountains. And I started going to spin class more in Gold's gym. And I hired a personal trainer because I couldn't walk across the gym
0: by myself. Not because Lexi's muscles were sore, but because that's how bad her mental health struggles had become.
1: I hired her mainly to walk me from the elevator to the working out area because I was so conscious of myself. I couldn't walk across the floor without her. I couldn't go to the studio without her. And I think she was just so proactive as a trainer when that Gold's Gym ambassadorship came out and she knew that there was this public speaking class. She just told me, go here.
0: Lexi didn't know it, but this moment would change her life.
1: So they had this like competition that included maybe two months of prep where there was the public speaking workshop There was even training. There was a contest for like strength and agility and things like that two months before the actual competition where it's like you're ramping on stage and things like that. They chose the top 10 and I was so flattered to be a part of that.
0: Ironically, it was that competition for Gold's gym that changed the way she thought about what it meant to compete. For the first time, she wasn't jealous or felt like she wanted to cry. This time, she made friends.
1: That ambassador program was just every weekend, although we were hanging out with the other competitors at the time. That's where I experienced people really encouraging each other very sincerely, helping each other, noticing what their weaknesses are, and reaching out to everyone to help them improve. So that was like, Oh, my God, what kind of a group of people competing against each other, right? But wanting their competitor to be better.
0: Once Lexi discovered that sense of community, something clicked within her. She earned a coaching certification for spinning and personal training and began teaching. I found people who inspired me to do it together.
1: And that's why when I work out, it's always with a group. I think that ambassador program made me realize that people should know that movement isn't something that is like a chore.
0: Movement could be enjoyed. From being a teenager who struggled to make friends, now Lexi has a fantastic workout buddy. No less than Tess Nokiao, national team athlete for obstacle sports.
1: And I'm just waiting for her text every day, babe, what time are we going to work out? We're just, we're having fun together. We're dancing in the middle of the set, so it's always a highlight of my game. Is everyone excited as much as I am? The mission of FlexFit is to bring women together so that they can inspire each other.
0: Lexi started her own community called FlexFit, where she trains women and aims to help them build healthy relationships with their inner selves.
1: I wanted to replicate the community that I experienced with goals because I realized there has to be more women that are experiencing what I was. Those like very negative internal battles, not even knowing how you were feeling exactly and why you
0: were feeling it and unable to process. This point resonated with me because I also get all up in my head whenever I work out. I get intimidated by more athletic people in the gym I go to and my brain starts telling me that I don't deserve to be there because I'm not as fit. So, I end up not going and then feel even worse. When I first oh, yeah. met you, I thought you were the kind of person who just was never intimidated and was always at home. Man, Lexi's so cool. <laughs> but you had your own internal battles then. That was how I cope, actually. It helps
1: me get my confidence when I just do everything the best that I can.
0: This episode is made possible by Under Armour, giving Philippine athletes the winning advantage, both in sports and in life. Under Armour knows that female athletes face a variety of challenges, so they work with many Filipinas by providing the right equipment they need to empower them at different levels of their sport. So, out of all of the sports you pursued, how comes a running ka talagang nag-focus? I am just a data-driven person,
1: and in running, you can notice improvements straight away. And with all of the technology right now, I can almost gamify it because there are statistics that you're trying to hit. When you see improvements on your trackers, it makes it fun. Running for me is like a physical testament to myself that for as long as I can put one foot forward, that is one progressive step towards any ambition I have in life. And because I'm a movement person, for as long as I feel myself moving forward, it helps me move forward for a lot of the things in my life. In my jobs, my dreams, the faster I go, the better I feel because I feel like I can do the same with the rest of my life.
0: Over the years, Lexi has fallen in love with obstacle course racing as well.
1: The obstacles placed in front of you are just additional, I think, aspects like for strength and agility that you'll need to surpass. Specifically for obstacle course racing in the Spartan Race, I started in 2017. That was when Spartan Race first came to the Philippines. They were looking for an ambassador at the time. And I was definitely not ready. I wasn't planning to join the Spartan race that year. But at that point in time, 2017, that was my yes year. Like I would say yes to almost everything for as long as I knew that it would help me grow as a person. And there wasn't any women at the time that was signing up for the elite race. So they were asking me to join the elite race as an example for other women that they can do it and for me i wanted to be an example for women to prove to them that for as long as they want it in their life if there's a will there's a way so i did it it was a struggle i had cramps i was crying at the very end i couldn't stand at the very end but i did it (laughs) and then after that all of my succeeding races after that were all Spartan races because it just kept on increasing the distance. It challenged me even more. That's where I got even more addicted to running because of the challenges that it forced me to face. I wouldn't have dreamed of ever running at the time seven kilometers, 10 kilometers the next, 21 kilometers the next, 50 kilometers. I did not imagine myself doing that. I just keep on saying yes, for as long as I know that I'm going to grow from the experience.
0: You know what I'm hearing? I'm hearing that once upon a time, you were so in your head, you know, all this perfectionism, all of this pressure that, you know, you weren't talking to people, you were just hyper-focused on, I need to be perfect at this thing. But by this point, you were pushing yourself, even if it meant now you would struggle in the race, even if it meant that uh, I'm not ready for this. I don't know this here, right? I'm gonna get cramps. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna do this, right? Yeah. The difference is by this time, you already had the sense of community. You already had people who were looking to you and you wanted to become an example. And it yeah. sounds like that was the breakthrough for you.
1: This is such a cool conversation because you know, there's a lot of self reflection at the same time. Thinking about how this journey started and how I am now, I was at the time a very fear based person. What if I can't finish? What if this person thinks of me like this? What if I tarnish my family name? What if I embarrass myself? What if there's a lot of what ifs? But right now, and I think starting that year, I was more of, I'm not going to let my fear stop me from doing what I want. I'm not going to let all of these negativity in my head stop me from trying because I'll never know unless
0: I try. So by this time, how has this impacted the way that you approach your body image issues?
1: Right now, I don't even think about what people think about me. What matters for me right now is the progression of my work. Like for example, if it's running, am I getting faster? Am I finishing the distance that I targeted? If not, what can I do better? Being kind to myself, I think is just focusing on keeping myself feeling good. When I know I'm tired, I make sure that I prepare all the things that I need, whether it's Medicine, nutrition, if I need to get a massage, cold therapy. I research on things that will help my body function better. Mm -hmm. The way that I talk to it right now isn't more about how it looks, but more of how it feels. All of the journal entries that I've had so far, it's very based on how I was feeling my emotions. Wow, just thinking about it, it's... I don't think I've talked to myself and about how I looked in a long time. The standards of body for men and both women, they change over time. Like, there's a time that you have to be very skinny, you have to be a time that you have to be curvy, right? It's different every generation. So it doesn't matter what the current standard of beauty is, but it matters to the go how you feel about yourself, what you believe about yourself, if you're in love.
0: There's this saying in some circles of the sports community that I hope takes root. Athletes are people first. Lexi's story shows us that no matter how many accomplishments they have, no matter how strong their physical bodies are, they're human beings. We are works in progress, and mental health battles can return for another round. Just when Lexi thought everything in her life had fallen into place, her life changed yet again.
1: I've taken a pause with FlexFit for this year because I had some major changes. I recently became single (laughs) and then I started doubting all of these things that I believed in myself you know I felt so secure with myself for the past how many years because I felt like everything was in place I just wanted to get married with the love of my life but it didn't happen
0: (laughs) it's the worst but it also gets better right yeah it's it's a lot better now
1: I realized that I was molding myself into a person that he wanted for his life. I have control of my future. I have control of the relationships that
0: I accept in my life. And I'm not going to settle anymore. One of the cheesy things friends tell you when you have a breakup is, this breakup might just be your breakthrough. Lexi is open and honest about how difficult the process was. And now, she's channeling her energy back into her community.
1: I think it would be very valuable for me and for other women also to go through their issues together. Because it's a journey. I don't want it to be a journey for just the other girls. I want to experience the journey that I'm offering to other women
0: myself. Having that community where you're all active together, how does that help in your mental health bouncing back after a really big challenge in your personal life? It helped
1: me a lot at the start of the ending (laughs) of the relationship to always just be thankful for the people that I have around. And it mattered to me who I was with.
0: While FlexFit started as a fitness and training community, Lexi is transforming it into a safe space where the women she trains can open up about their emotions and mental health.
1: We actually have this Flex Fit share session almost every weekend. This is where we open up a topic, and then participants share their experience regarding that topic. And a lot of the time at the very end, the participants or our flex sisters would tell us like, you know what, these are issues or topics that I thought I was alone in. I didn't think I could be able to share this because this is controversial or sensitive or I'm scared people would judge me. But being able to talk about this so openly doesn't make me feel as alone as I thought I was in the past. And it's the same for me.
0: The Flex Sisters, the bar, or women in communities, we might not feel safe enough to open up in this way if the community wasn't led by women also.
1: Yeah, there are, I think, certain topics that people feel very uncomfortable about because maybe we're a conservative country, right? And there are expectations about women that, you know, you should be finesse, you should be conservative, you should be a certain way, a lot of certain ways. Yeah. But if you're in a community that's open and honest and accepting about you and would help you go through whatever you're going through without judgment i think it
0: would help make everyone's worlds a better place and this matters in a society where women not just female athletes but women as a whole are judged for being opinionated or self-assured we're made to feel like we're never enough It's this culture that pits women against each other, forcing us to compete when instead, we could be building communities. Every day, Lexi finds that building communities is easier than we sometimes expect. One of the athletes she met through Under Armour is Meggie Ochoa, world champion in Jiu-Jitsu.
1: She has a women's abused women and children charity in my city there's a branch based in Iniga and then that's how we started interacting and became friends.
0: That's Fight to Protect, Meggie's own advocacy group that builds confidence in children who have experienced abuse by teaching them martial arts.
1: So I think Under Armour finds talent, hears their story, and helps them hone whatever personal advocacies that they have. And then they try to connect us through their contacts to help us reach our ambitions.
0: Do you have any advice for young women who want to start their own communities? Whatever you have in mind, know that you are capable
1: of making it happen. Know your strengths and weaknesses. Hone your strengths. For knowing my weaknesses, you can always ask for help. Finding people that fits the same passion,
0: fits the same goal,
1: has the same passion and purpose as you, would make that community even better.
0: If there was a young girl right now who says, "I want to be a leader like Lexi, but I don't know if I can," because I have body image issues, or because you know I'm a perfectionist, I don't know if I'm good enough, or I'm, I'm you know what if I'm not good enough, what would you say to that girl?
1: I think a lot of us have a lot of self-doubt. We listen to a lot of voices telling us we can't do things because whatever standard or whatever expectation they have of us. But knowing yourself, your capabilities, your wants, your wishes, and your dreams, you have all of that under your own control. Having all the self-love, that's gonna make you unstoppable.
0: This episode was hosted by me, Siege Tentenko. and produced and edited by me, Nina Toralba. Special thanks to Ms. Jojo Estacio of Under Armour and Bobby Saneo of Wavemaker. If you learned something new this episode, please rate us with 5 stars on your podcast app. It really helps more people discover the stories we do and helps introduce more people to our amazing Filipina athletes. What was your favorite part of this episode? Share your favorite Lexi Noval quote on social media and don't forget to tag us at underscore GoHardGirls on Twitter and Instagram and GoHardGirlsPH on TikTok and Facebook. You can also tag me at Day—that That's C-E-E-J, the day. Once again, this episode was made possible with the support of Under Armour.